Five-Year Mission Podcast, Episode 2. This week's episode of Five Year Mission the Podcast is brought to you by Fansets, the place for amazing pin collectibles. They have close to 200 officially licensed Star Trek pins to choose from, with new pins coming out every month. See all the pins and collectibles they have to offer at fansets.com and stay tuned for this week's special Five Year Mission the Podcast discount code. Fansets, we are Star Trek. By now you figured out that this is a Five Year Mission Podcast. Welcome to episode two of the Five Year Mission Podcast. Joining us today is Mr. Andy Fark. You mean your co-host? Last week you introduced... I introduced everybody else, but I forgot to introduce yeah. myself. And it made it seem like you were the host and we were joining you. So this week I'm the host and you are joining me. Oh, is that how we're doing this? <laughs> is that how we're doing this? No, because I'll run out of things to say. I you, know, you, you've, I, I know. I know how you roll. <laughs> you, you can... You can take over anytime. Phone conversations <laughs> with you are the worst. I don't even call people anymore. I know, and I've 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 enjoyed that. <laughs> mainly because every single time you would call me, it would be like thirty to forty-five seconds of like, hey, here's some information I need to give you. Oh, information received. Here's my opinion on it. All right, cool, I'll see you later. And then you'd sit there on the phone for like a good 20 seconds, just completely silent, just going. <sighs> <laughs> so I, I get that from my mom, mostly. It's, yeah. She can, has a hard time saying goodbye on the phone. So when, when I'm talking to her and it's time to hang up, it, I mean, there's like 10 words you got to say, like, okay, all right, well... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> My mom's the exact opposite. It's always like, all right, well, I'll talk to you later. Oh, yeah, one more thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, here I thought I was free from a phone call to get back to, you know, watching a show or back to a conversation with whoever is else physically in the room with me. But it's always like, oh, I forgot to tell you your aunt got a cat or something weird like that. <laughs> it's like, okay, just text me. It's 2019, Mom. Text. <laughs> Anywho. Welcome to Five Year Mission Podcast, Episode 2. Welcome to the Five Year Mission <laughs> Podcast, Episode 2. Not featuring Noah or Chris, because they, both of them had something come up. That's true. That is how we will word that. That's, that's how we'll <laughs> word that. It's fine. And also not featuring Patrick. Uh, I believe he had something uh, shakeups related. So... He yep. is not joining us this week as well. We will have uh, both Patrick and Noah and Chris back on future episodes, hopefully episode three. But for now, Mike and I are here in lovely Fountain Square, Indianapolis at Hero House Comics. 1112 Prospect Street. I was just about <laughs> to say the address. For all your comic book needs. But tonight we are going to be playing a little game he and I came up with while we were discussing podcast ideas for episodes. We're going to be playing a little game called Real or Fake. Now, this is where we'll put in the sound bites. It is real! Or... It's a fake! Get how this is going? Basically, each of us will take turns. We both wrote out ten real and fake Star Trek facts, quote unquote facts, and it is up to the other person to determine whether or not 
it is a real one or a fake one. You ready to do this, Mike? I guess. Right. <laughs> your your <laughs> guess. <laughs> I m- kind of made a couple of these up. Well, that's <laughs> that's the idea. Well, I mean, like, hopefully, we were on the same page with this. Yeah. <laughs> I just basically put put my fake ones randomly in there. So then you don't get like a, here's a real one, and then here's a fake one. Here's a right. real one. No. I, I, would, I mixed mine up, but I wasn't paying that close attention, so I don't know how <laughs> much there. So there's going to be no, <laughs> no pattern to yeah, it? Yeah, there's no pattern. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll see if I can accidentally pick up on one. I will let you go first. Oh, really? Or is it me going first? Well, I don't know. I'm not really sure how to look at this. And here, we'll, we'll even keep score here. Oh, we're going to keep score. Since, since we have 10 each, we'll see who can. Who gets the most points? Yeah, who can? Who, who's the best bluffer? W- one point per question. One point per question. All right. We planned all this out of time, people, we swear. We're not making this up on the spot right now. Well, the scoring thing we did. <laughs> I did, at least. First one from me to Mike. Scott Bakula's Captain Archer was supposed to be killed off at the end of season three of Star Trek Enterprise. Ooh. Oh, wait, but how, how long do we have to answer? We'll go with five seconds. Okay, so my time's up. <laughs> In the time it took you to ask how long we had, your time is up. I'm, I'm going to say fake. It is real! Ah! That is Actually, what was supposed to happen at the end of season three, because if you remember, the final episode of season three was zero hour. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the episode? Yeah. Uh, the whole. Yeah. The, Zindi, the whole Zindi arc. Yeah. They were going in to destroy the Zindi sphere network. Right. And and, and he they beam him out at the last second. Yeah. Archer went over there himself while uh, T'Pol stayed on mm-hmm. the Enterprise and commanded the ship. Yeah, uh, executives wanted to replace him with someone younger to try to save the show because it was getting such low ratings. Well, that's a bunch of crap. I agree, but hey, it fooled you, buddy. <laughs> so. Well, that's. I'm glad they didn't. I mean, season four was was some of the best Enterprise. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that, that's what got us the the Vulcan trilogy. Yeah. And which are starring, starring, <laughs> starring our buddy Jim Morehouse. From the Trek Ranks podcast. <laughs> it, it looks like it's starring him if you watch the video for Awakening. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he is front and center in our video for Awakening. Go to our YouTube page and watch that one. Okay. Are you ready for your first question? Hang on. Let me get a drink first. No, I'm going to tell it now so that you have to drink really quick and you lose your five seconds. Okay. <laughs> so I have zero points now. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you have zero. I have one, considering I fooled you. Oh, wait. So do you get a point if you fool me or uh, how's that work like could you potentially get 20 points potentially yeah okay yeah so like if, if so I, it's, it's not each time a question is asked it's not just it's both of us are right possibly getting that point exactly okay all right the, <clears throat> the, the stakes is high son yeah <laughs> you already have a million times more points than i do infinity just in life yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miles O'Brien is actually only in 27 episodes of The Next Generation. I believe that is true. It's a fake. What? (laughs) How many episodes was he in? 
Uh, he's actually in 52. What? Wow. I guess you just must have had like a few quick little scenes in some of those because. Yeah, there, there are a lot of episodes where he's just he, he may not even have lines. He's just there. He's just there in the background beaming people in and out, basically. Yeah, yeah or he's just like he has one scene in the transporter room. I'm just over here having lunch. <laughs> that was a horrible. <laughs> that, that, that was more Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to work on my miles then. I can do yeah. miles. I can do a mean Keiko. <laughs> yeah, but but only for one word. Uh, <clears throat> we're we're not we're not going to talk about Keiko right now. We'll have an entire episode about Keiko someday. <laughs> the hell we will. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot to say about Keiko. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready for your next one? <clears throat> yeah. All right. <clears throat> Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan originally had four other titles. I'm going to say that that's true. It's real. I got to say the right word. This is, it's like Jeopardy. If I don't say the right word, then I fail. It's real. What is real? (laughs) (laughs) It's a very philosophical (laughs) question. (laughs) Uh, I mean, who is real? There there we go. (laughs) It is real. Are you real? No. uh, Yeah, that is right. Uh, The original four other working titles for Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan were also The Genesis Project. Uh, Just plain old Star Trek II. I mean, I would have at least added an electric boogaloo. I mean, the the first movie had a a name. It was the motion picture. The motion picture. Clever, guys. So was it the motion picture 2? No, just plain old (laughs) Star Trek 2. Way to be consistent. Yeah. And there was also uh, The Vengeance of Khan, which, yeah. And the other one kind of of surprised me. The fourth working title was The Undiscovered Country. Oh, yeah. I I had, I did not know that one. Actually, I remember, I remember hearing that. Uh, I, that is a, a Star Trek fact. I remember. I didn't remember it until you said it. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember yeah, hearing Star it. Trek Two was almost named the Undiscovered Country, and there was a bowling alley on the Enterprise. Those are the two things I remember about Star <laughs> Trek. <laughs> Weren't there like seven bowling alleys or something designed into the seventeen oh one? I. Don't know that for sure. You could do that in the in the corrections and redactions part yeah. of the podcast at the end in case. <laughs> I'll, I'll look it up and see. There we go. Yeah. Because I'm sure we'll probably have a lot of questions about some of these <laughs> as we go along. Right. <laughs> All right. You ready for your next one? Ready. <clears throat> the F word has only been used once ever in Star Trek. I'm going to say that's almost a trick question because they said it twice in the same exact scene on Star Trek Discovery. Time's up. <laughs> you didn't say it. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> say it. I'm going to say it's real. It's a fake. Fake. How so? Well, for the reason you just said, because they said it twice. What? <laughs> I was saying it's real because of my reasoning. I think I think I get that point. Nope. It I, was what? they said it twice. <sighs> Even though I directly pointed it out. <laughs> I didn't know how to answer after the that. The fact that you pointed it out <laughs> should mean that you you, you should have said fake cuz they said it twice. Are we really getting into semantics <laughs> this early on even though you tried to fool me? 
Should I save this one for later? No. <laughs> I'm and matter of fact, I'm I'm giving myself that point, so fuck you. <laughs> nice. I thought that would be a good little ending real, to that one. Real real fucking cool, Andy. That, that no, that's twice. <laughs> Just as many times as it's been said in Star Trek. Exactly. My point. No, it's not. You literally just said it <sighs> twice. My point. Fine, I'll take my point away. For those of you that are following along, I now have three points. You have two points. How do I only have two? I fooled you on Miles O'Brien. I got the con question right, and then I just uh, got okay, that, that one right. Okay, that is three. You're right. <laughs> I think I forgot to keep keeping score. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <sighs> All right, you know who you know who Freddy Krueger is, right? Yeah, Robert England. Yeah. Robert England uh, was reported to have been offered the role of Data on Star Trek Next Generation. I'm going to say that's real. It is real! You are correct, sir. That is real. As a matter of fact, Robert England was recommended to the producers by none other than Mr. David Gerald. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like I also heard that somewhere in an interview or a documentary a, or something. A listicle, maybe. Or on, on some kind of commentary. <laughs> yeah, that would have been, been a kind, of a, kind of a weird one. Because he was already famous for Freddy Krueger yeah. at that point. And, and he, he had just come off of doing V... That's right, yeah. And had a couple of the Nightmare movies mm -hmm. out, so that was around the time of the, the Dream Warriors. About, yeah. And I think that was also the time he was also filming his uh, weird little cameo-type role as the main bad guy, kind of, sort of, in the uh, Andrew Dice Clay vehicle, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. I forgot that he was in that. <laughs> Man, I need to watch that again. I know it's, it's it's. I mean, even though it's an Andrew Dice Clay movie, it's still a good oh, movie. I, I loved it. Like at at that age, I watched it like so many times. Oh like, yeah, I would rotate between that and Bill and Ted like all summer long. Now, see, my my summer movie selection was uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's one other thing we have in common. Mm -hmm. But then this one, I think I already told you about, is Motley Crue Uncensored. Yeah. The home home video. Yep. That and Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. In between, said the, the summer between eighth grade and freshman year, those are the three movies I would watch nearly every single day. Like summer of 89. Back in the summer of 89. <clears throat> so moving on. <laughs> <laughs> How do I only have one point? <laughs> I don't know. I'm actually surprised. So when when we started this band, all we needed. I'm just kidding. Oh hush. When when we started the band, I was most certainly the biggest Trekkie in the band. Yeah. I, and I knew the most. I, I had the most information. I remember at conventions, people would come up to the booth and start talking about some random episode, and then everyone would look at me. That's like, true. What episode is it, Mike? And then I'd have to figure it out and say it. But now. Like, Andy has far surpassed me it's as true. knowing about episodes and 
I mean, I, I've I've probably still seen them way more than you. But, oh, definitely. But my memory sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we're getting old, Mike. <clears throat> Mine has always sucked. It's just getting worse. <laughs> All right, next question. Jeffrey Combs has played seven different characters on Star Trek. That is fake. He has played more than that. It is real! Oh, it's it, true. It he's was, he's, like, he's only real. played seven characters. Yeah. I thought it was like... I know. Way more than that. I thought it was reason. way more than that, too. Wow. I mean, he's been in like 80 episodes. Oh, yeah. But... Uh, Wei Yoon and Brunt and Shran took up a lot of those episodes. That was, yeah, three of the big he ones He played right one other character on an episode of Enterprise in the, the Ferengi episode. Mm-hmm. Wasn't and he also one of the original Ferengi on, on Next Gen? No. No? He, he was not in any episodes of Next Gen. Oh, okay. So he played Shran, the Ferengi, in Acquisition. Then he played... Um, on, that was his two on Enterprise. He mm-hmm. played one character in uh, the last season of Voyager. Okay. So that's three. Then he played um, Wayun, mm-hmm. Brunt, mm-hmm. and um, that weird that character with the weird head. His like first appearance on Deep Space Nine. Oh, the guy that was helping um, uh, Quark smuggle things. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, oh, he was like angry about the holodeck. Yeah, that's right. There's one more and I can't think of who it is. But anyway, seven. Wow. Yep. Wow. I know. I, I, I thought it was going to be like 12. 12, or, 15, yeah. something like that. That's why I thought that was a good one to. Yeah. Because, you know. You're getting, you're getting me with some of these trickier ones. Yeah. Ones that you don't don't expect, you know. Yeah. O- O'Brien's in a lot more than you think. I still want that point back for the for the <laughs> f bomb one. We'll see. I have a lot more points than you right now, so maybe I'll I know throw, you I'll throw you a freebie. <laughs> don't do me any favors. That's it. You're making me drink again. <clears throat> here's a here's a here's a quick quick little hitter for you. Jerry Ryan was originally offered the role of Kess on Star Trek Voyager. I'm going to say that's fake. It's a fake. Ah. <laughs> that is true. She was never offered the role of Kess. <laughs> My first fake, fake one on you. Yeah, but, however, she did turn down the role of Seven of Nine three times. Really? Before she, she finally accepted. It's interesting. Yeah. And what's a, what I think is funny about that now is that she turned that role down three times. She became like one of the most iconic characters in like Star Trek history. Mm-hmm. And now she's re- going to be reprising it on Star Trek Picard. I know. Uh, I can't wait. I know. It's, it'll, it'll, it'll be neat to see how she's kind of transformed throughout the years. I mean, obviously, she still has some of that Borg tech mm-hmm. on her from the preview that we saw. But don't her, know her how. personality has definitely opened up just yeah. from that one scene. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I cannot wait for that. All that I can't to wait down. to find out how many kids her and Chakotay have after <sighs> that long romance they the had. Long <laughs> romance that they had. Jeez. I still, still think she should, she, should have had, she should have had little holographic kids with the doctor. You know, okay. <laughs> I, I know this is like kind of going off on a tangent really quick here, but. I always thought that she should have had a romance with the doctor. Mm-hmm. He definitely liked her. 
Oh, yeah. They had good chemistry. They proved that in many episodes. Mm -hmm. And I think that having, I mean, she was clearly, you know, the the sexy bombshell on the show. Oh, yeah. To have her have a romantic interest in the bald, (laughs) like, nerdy doctor dude that is really annoying it, I think that would have been really progressive for them, and it would have. Oh yeah, absolutely. it would have gave hope to many nerds out there. That's with, true. With receding hairlines. But instead, let's let's stick her with tattoo face. He's got good hair. Oh, Chicote. Real quick at the end, hurry. Oh, Voyager. I got a lot of problems with you. <laughs> Next. All right, this one goes back to. Not not back to you, but this is uh, referencing a character you already brought up. Okay. Khan's last words are, From hell's heart I stab at thee. I have a feeling you're tricking me on this one. I'm going <laughs> to go with fake. Good guess. <laughs> it's a fake. Because he finishes the quote. And the rest of it is, I spit my last breath at thee. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. For, I, uh, for, for hate's sake, I spit my last breath. Yeah. I thought I'd get you with that one, but you've, you've caught on to my tricky questions. Well, you're not the best liar in the I world, know. Mike. I know. <laughs> I, I should cover my eyes so you can't tell what kind of face I, I'm we making. We should in. start like turning the other way <laughs> while we're asking questions so you can't read body language. So it's sort of like how like the poker players wear like the sunglasses and hoods I'll, and hats and I'll stuff. I'll just go down and, like this. There we go. So you can't see my face. Behind, behind the windscreen of the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Spit guard, windscreen, whatever you want to call it. Spit, the, the, spit windscarred green. The, the popper blocker. Sure. So you get that point. Thank goodness. It's only six to two now. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that said that we could get 20 points potentially. I know. I know. It's, my, it's basically at this point, it's my goal to keep you out of the teens. <laughs> All right. Majel Barrett Roddenberry left $4 million to her dogs when she died. I'm going to say it's real. It is real. Yes. <laughs> you would be correct in saying that it's real. <laughs> I thought that was a really weird one. That is really weird. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's why I thought I should guess that it's real, because it just seems so bizarre. Yeah, I, I, I have a feeling it's like a weird like tax front type thing. Because <laughs> why are you going to leave $4 million to your dogs? What are the, What are the dogs specifically going to do? With that money. Right. So she left $4 million just to her dogs, as well as a mansion, and a million dollars to their caretaker, whose name was Estupion. <laughs> Estupion is a lucky guy. Yeah, she said, she said that uh, Estupion took uh, better care of her dogs than she, she ever did. And so basically, Estupion gets $8 million. <laughs> Well, no, she didn't leave four million to each of her dogs. It was just four million total to the dog, but you to the dogs. But did you say she left something to him? Yeah, a, a million dollars. Okay, so he gets five million dollars. Uh, right. Okay. It's like, why would you leave four million to your dogs? Because what are they going to spend it on? And then, and, and then, and like only a, a million to the guy that's going to take care of that's them. That's going to go out and buy their food, give them water, <laughs> walk them, brush them, bathe them. Yeah. Come on. Like he's not going to take that other four million. I guarantee a Stupion's living in that mansion though. <laughs> 
If you're listening to this, Estupion, we have nothing but the highest of respect for you and the Roddenberry family. Estupion, I've always wanted to be a dog. Uh, I would greatly appreciate if uh, you could maybe adopt me as one of the Barrett Roddenberry dogs. Oh, way to go, Mike. Ah, I bumped my mic. Now my popper block is in the wrong spot. My spit guard. Windscreen. Windscreen. Sounds like a transformer. It does. <laughs> All right. We're up to question five now. This marks the halfway point once this question is over. Ron Perlman, who played Viceroy in Star Trek Nemesis and wrestled with Commander Riker in one of the scenes in the movie, Mm -hmm. was almost cast as Will Riker. That is fake. It is real! That is real. What, he was one of the. What was funny is that I was reading on Memory Alpha earlier today, mm-hmm. and I was looking at like some of the people that were considered for Riker. I did not see his name pop up. That one, I, um, I got that one from actually from watching Nemesis with commentary. Oh, you're one of those commentary people, huh? On some movies. But on Nemesis? Well, I mean, there was a time when I was working at Kinko's and in the evening I would just sit and watch stuff, you know. (laughs) Instead of working at Kinko's? Yeah. There's a reason (laughs) I don't work at Kinko's anymore. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, I would sit and watch a lot of things. And so I went through a, a phase where I watched all the Trek movies with commentary. Okay. Moving on to the next question. Next question. Well, I guess it's not really a question. It's more of a statement yes, than yes. anything else. Yeah, I guess. Statement. <laughs> All right. Ooh, moving up moving up to uh, the, the reboots. Uh, Chris Pine nearly passed on the role of Kirk to play Rambo's son in Rambo. The fight continues in two, <laughs> 2008. Uh, I have to say, I have to say that has to be fake. It's a fake. <laughs> Why would you choose to play Rambo's son when you can be in Star Trek? You never know. Rambo is a pretty iconic franchise, too. It is, but... There's a new Rambo movie coming out now, too. Yeah, well, I know they made those... What what are they called? Like, Crease or something? Crease? It's like... Ran, like or no no I'm thinking of Rocky. Think of Rocky the Creed movies Creed that's yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah. I was thinking of Rocky sorry it's basically just like Rocky the next generation yeah more or less and and, and Rocky plays the dude that trains him or whatever right, right. yeah so yeah. I'm retired kid I knew your daddy was a good guy <laughs> <laughs> what's funny the reason why I came up with that was because somebody mentioned uh, Creed on a on a movie podcast I was listening to earlier and I was like. You know what would be funny? Is if somebody from the Star Trek universe wound up playing like Rambo or Rocky's son. But right, Rocky did have a kid. I remember that specifically. Did he? Yeah. I, I really don't remember the Rocky him and, movies. Him and he, he and Adrian had a kid. I remember he fought Mr. T and He Man. And the and uh Hulk Hogan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Who which one was was Hogan in? Um, Who was it in the first movie? Was that Dolph Lundgren? First, no, uh, Lundgren was in Rocky Four. Okay, I remember that one. So Mr. That was, T was in one of them. Yeah, 
I don't know which one, but you could put that in the redaction section at the end. <laughs> you like that redaction? I do like you? the redaction section. It was a nice little addition. Yeah, my Micah uh, in episode one snuck that in at the end. It was a little uh, uh, corrections, corrections department type thing. <laughs> All right, give it to me, Mr. Uh, Nine points to my two. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Hiding behind the windscreen again. Uh, Hikaru Sulu is in more episodes than Lieutenant Leslie. That is fake. It is real! Uh, for some reason, I thought it would be different because Leslie was in the background of so many that, episodes. Actually, that's what I thought, too. I looked it up thinking that I would ask you that and that you would. Did you have a number? I do have the numbers. Uh, Leslie was in 51 episodes. Okay. Sulu was in 52 episodes. Oh! Now, Eddie Paskey was in 60 episodes, but he played okay. other characters. Right. So he was Eddie Paskey was in more episodes than George Takei. Right. But Leslie was in one fewer episodes than. Oh, that was so close then, which is why I kind of took a second to be like, I know Leslie was in the background, at least of a ton of episodes. I know he's he's, he's one time they let him sit in the captain's chair. I know. You know, you know, you know how I know that. Because of our your stupid Spock's brain song off of year four. He's, he's such One a, time I think I saw him sit in the captain's chair. He's a ladder climber. <laughs> that was a short skirt. But we, Two years. But we digress. <laughs> Do we ever? Really? <laughs> that was a good one, though. That's a, That was a thinker. And I was really close on that one, too. Yeah. 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 All right, this one's a a uh, a writer question. Ooh. Ooh. But it's a little little on the nose. Uh the original series episode The Lights of Zetar. Sing it, Mike. Sing it. Uh, w- which one? I don't know. <laughs> the Lights of Zetar. Lights of Zetar. <laughs> We're working on things for year 5 and that, that's been a running joke for the past like 2 years now. Uh, s- since year 1. Pretty much, yeah. We, we've made we've, what we've are we been making for that piece of crap. We've been making Lights of Zetar jokes since 2010. Lights of Zetar <laughs> and City on the Edge of Forever. But then since we got City on the Edge of Forever joke and the actual song was written, we still make the same We we still joke. make the jokes, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the original series episode, The Lights of Zetar, was written by puppeteer Sherry Lewis. Do you remember who Sherry Lewis is? Uh, yeah, Lamb Chop. Lamb Chop, right? yeah. I, I have to say that that is fake. It is real! Oh, man, seriously? Sherry Lewis and her husband both wrote the episode, The Lights of Zetar. Wow. And a matter of fact, she uh, she also wanted to play the role of Lieutenant Mira Romaine in the episode, <laughs> but the producers nixed that idea. They should have nixed the whole episode. <laughs> and, but see, that's, that's what we do as a band here. We take kind of poor, lesser episodes and make a good song out of it. Yeah. I mean, look at Cat's Paw. Yeah. Yeah. I like Caspar. The episode or the song? Both. Well, of course you're going to say both. You wrote the song, Caspar. Well, yeah, Cat's I mean, it's, I think it's, uh, that may be the best five-year mission song. You always say that about your own songs. I'm, I'm on to you, Rittenhouse. I mean, give, give some love to Butler and Spurgeon and O'Connor over there. 
And even me. Shore Leave might be better than Casbah. I've written three songs for this band, Mike, and you've never said mine is the best in any interview. I think yours is the best Tribble song. Okay, I'll take that. Even though we can't play it live because you used because you suck at drums. <laughs> or can we not play it live because you suck at playing and singing? <laughs> that as well. <laughs> I've already said I'm not Phil Collins, but I'm also proud of the fact that I'm not Phil Collins. So basically both of us suck, so we can't play it live. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Next. All right, <laughs> give it to me, Rittenhouse. Tuvok. Served on the Excelsior in 2293. Wow, that's very specific. <laughs> I'm going to go with true or real. <laughs> it is real. Yes, that is real. <laughs> uh, I hate Tuvok so much. Do you really? I do. I didn't know that. Pretty much anything Voyager. I know, I know, you, I know you don't like Voyager. Yeah. And I mean, uh, I like seven of nine. I like EMH. Uh, I would say I also like Janeway. Yeah. But as a series, I just don't like Voyager. So pretty much anything involving Voyager for the most part, I'm always just like, mm, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> of, of all of the series main casts, Voyager is the, I think, the only series that there are main cast members that I'm just not a real big fan of yeah um, what, what about uh what about two vix <laughs> hey I, I learned something the other day uh listening to the trek geeks podcast oh you uh, mean our our uh i don't know what the flagship of the trek geeks network the, that we're a yeah, part the, of now the, the the flagship podcast of our little armada i almost said our father podcast <laughs> <laughs> our 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 forefather podcast our, our podcast dads <laughs> Anyway, you were listening to Trek Geeks. Uh, yeah, I was listening, and it was an episode where they were talking about uh, Star Trek timelines. Okay. And is I, Tuvix a playable character on there? Well, what, the way you get Tuvix is you get Neelix and Tuvok, and you combine them. Oh my god! And then and then immediately does like a like an animation of Janeway come in, <laughs> and then she, and she's like, just, "Kill them both." <laughs> I don't care. This monstrosity must go. <laughs> that's my best Janeway. Yeah, that's not a very good Janeway. I didn't you think so. You need more Catherine Hepburn. I need to, I, okay, so I need to work on my Miles O'Brien and my Janeway. You do. All right. Probably a lot of other of my Star a Trek impressions. A lot of them, yeah. yeah. You, if, if you're trying to do O'Brien, you do a pretty good Scotty. Yeah. Maybe if I try to do Scotty, maybe I'll do a good Miles O'Brien. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it works that way. Maybe I need to drink a few more of these beers I brought with me. Next. <laughs> okay, this is referring to Star Trek Discovery now. <clears throat> okay. Uh, because this has come on. You know the term, never read the comments? I always read the comments. Well, yeah. Because I'm a glutton for punishment. Oh, uh, well, and you also love to interject. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I will. All, I'm, I'm quick to jump I, in and call someone a, a dummy. When, whenever I get a notification that says uh, Andy Fark has commented on a post in Star Trek shitposting. Yeah. I immediately go look to see what it is because <laughs> it's usually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but the term... Mary Sue has been tossed around a lot regarding Discovery and Michael Burnham. Mm -hmm. And I hate it so much. 
because it's not a thing. It's a strong character. It's a strong female character. Mm -hmm. No reason for it to be a Mary Sue. But the now popular term Mary Sue, uh, meaning like a too perfect female character, uh, was originally coined by Trekkies. Yes, that is real. It is real! It's a little too real. I know this because uh, several months ago when we were watching Discovery... And uh, I was seeing a lot of comments and people calling her a Mary Sue. Mm-hmm. I actually had Ashley look up Mary Sue to see what it meant. And, and did, she, did you see the origins? Yeah. That it comes from uh, like a Star Trek fanfic fan from fiction. the 70s or something. Yeah, from back in the 70s. Where there was some character, Mary Sue, that was just like tied into everything. Yeah, it's from, it's, it's from a, a piece of fan fiction called Trekkie's Tale. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it was part of the uh, the old popular fanzine from the early 70s uh, titled Spockanalia. <laughs> yeah, which was also where we first got the term shipping, where uh, people would ship together like... Like relationshipping? Yeah, re- yeah, exactly, which is where we get all the fun Kirk and Spock. Yeah, or the, uh, or the Fark and Mike. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> let's not get into that one. <laughs> So if anybody wants to write any fan fiction about five-year mission, just know that it's apparently it's already established that Mike and I are shipped. Deal. <laughs> I, I see that you brought us a, a six-pack of cheap beer oh, with you. Oh, you shut the your podcast, Andy. dirty, dirty mouth. Yeah, we've... We've, we we got our hands on some of this fan fiction at one point, <laughs> and we read it over breakfast at uh, the morning of a con in Illinois, and yeah, it was it was something. It was something amazing. Wow, I I I, st- I wish I would have been able to print it out and like put it together in like a fanzine type format, because wow, yeah, we would have had to like wrap it in like a like a plain paper bag and like walk around with like a shameful look on our faces, carrying that around. And that's the origin of Mary Sue. Next. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my face recognition didn't work. Cause I was laughing too hard. That's what you get for using technology. <laughs> Stupid future. <laughs> <laughs> this is the future star trap once. Vaughn Armstrong is the only actor to appear in multiple episodes of all four Star Trek spinoff series. That is fake. Because there are other people that have appeared in multiple episodes. In multiple episodes of all four? What do you mean all four? Next Generation, Okay, because I was going to say there's more than... Enterprise. Multiple episodes of every series. That is false. Too late. You already said that it was real. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said I, 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 I was I was about to say it was fake, but then I started second guessing myself because of the way you phrased right, it. I'll let you have it. It is false. Darn it right, is it's false. Fake. 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 Yeah. Fake. Um, there are three other actors. Hey, wait, wait a minute. Did you say that it was real or fake? Fake. No, it's real. It is real. He's the only person. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. No. It's that. That's real. He he is the only person who is in multiple episodes of each series. There are four actors who were in all four. Mm-hmm. 
but they weren't in multiple episodes. Right. But they were most of them were only in one episode of like of Next Gen and one episode of Voyager. He is the only one that was in more than one episode of every series. Between Next Gen, DS9, mm-hmm. Voyager, and Enterprise? Yes. One of those four actors is Jonathan Frakes. Has he because he played I thought he was only in one episode of Enterprise. Right. That's not multiple, though. Right, that's not okay. multiple. All and right. he was in one episode of Deep Space Nine, and he was that's in, right. I think, only one episode of Voyager. It was yeah. a, a Q episode. Okay. So Von Armstrong is the only person who's been in more than one episode of every series. Combs wasn't in multiples? He was, but he wasn't in Next Gen. Dang it. You're getting me with these weird trick And questions. he was only in one episode of Voyager. <sighs> So he was on all of them, but just not in multiples. Which one? Combs. But he wasn't on Next wasn't Gen. Wasn't on Next Gen, that's right. Right. Okay. And he was only in one episode of Voyager. Wow. You're killing me. <laughs> Great. I, you've already, already put the slash to give <laughs> myself five points. Now I got to erase that and give my, go back to four. And give me a point. Am I in the teens uh, yet? No, you're not in the teens. You have 12. <laughs> So hopefully you don't get this. Next. <laughs> I'm highly disappointed with my performance. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. My final question or are, statement, are, are we whatever. To, are we up to the last one? This is the last one I have. I think that's all 10. Oh, I had two more. Hang on a second. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight. Ooh, I was one short. Did you only do nine? Oops. I'll just think up one off the top of my head after I do do this one. You do your other one. <laughs> so I should probably just assume, g- fake. assume that it is fake. <laughs> More than likely. <laughs> That's behind the scenes stuff, though. <laughs> Next. <laughs> when they first started airing episodes of Star Trek Next Generation. The BBC banned an episode of TG, TNG from airing due to a graphic death by phaser. Real. It is real! You're officially in the teens. <laughs> Was yeah. it oh, la- say, loud as a whisper? No. Season one. Was it... Um, Oh, it's just a single word. I know. Uh, I think I know which one. Does the name Dexter ring any bells? Yeah. It, it, Dexter Remick. I, I'm, I'm certain I know which one it is. I'm just trying to think. Conspiracy. Good job. Yeah. Wow. I, I knew the one. I just had, I couldn't think. I was, I was like, starts with a C. What is it? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I forgot to write it down. There was another episode that they had originally banned, but they finally... Wound up showing it in like the early 2000s. There was another one that was like. Uh, was it Tasha Yar on the planet of all black people? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> was it the, the, not the drum head. I always want to say the drum head. That's a completely different episode. I don't know. Redaction part. <laughs> Code of Honor. Is that the one? That's that's the one with all the Tosh Yar on the planet of all black people. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that, that, that was the episode I was trying to try to think of. Okay. But, but no, 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 that's the, the I, I can't remember the other one that got banned. I, 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 I unfortunately forgot to write that one down in ah. my notes. Maybe we can add that into the the redactions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm liking the redactions part. It kind of it kind of gives me an out to <laughs> so, screw things up. Yeah, because at the end I'll just tell uh, I'll just correct whatever you said wrong. Here's the stupid thing Andy was trying to think of. All right, Andy, come up with something off the top of your head. No, you still, you got to you got to do do one on me now. Oh right, 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 right. Okay, number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Tom Number and Balana had twins in the final episode of Voyager. Ugh. Don't ask me Voyager questions. <laughs> I know how to get my points. Uh, fake. It's a fake. You are correct. Thank goodness. They only had one daughter. I have no follow-up because... <laughs> as you will learn as this podcast goes on... As you, if you haven't gathered that yet, I am not a fan of Voyager. Currently, still, whenever I can, slogging my way through a second viewing of Voyager from beginning to end, chronological order and everything. How, how far are you now? Uh, about halfway through season four. Because I know you started back, like, in the winter. Yeah. Yeah, it was about January when I started season one, and I'm still only like halfway through season four, and it is nearly the end of August. Well, <clears throat> to be uh, fair, there's a lot of other TV right now, man. To be fair, there's a lot of other TV to the, watch. You know, uh, what's funny is there is a lot of other TV, and for some reason, I still go back and rewatch the same crap all the time. Actually, I just recently uh, introduced my girlfriend to Discovery. She hadn't really watched anything since, like, when she was little, watching episodes of the original series and Next Gen with her mm -hmm. dad and stuff like that and her brothers. Uh, she had not seen Discovery at all. Uh, and without me even suggesting it, like, night after night, you want to watch an episode of Discovery? I'm like, I absolutely do. <laughs> so now we finished off both seasons of Discovery within like like three weeks. So is that your like your third? That's my third run through of Discovery. OK, I've I've still only watched through once. Uh, I started to rewatch the first season before the second season came out. Well, you have my commercial free CBS All Access uh, info, so <laughs> I know. You have it. And you and what do you use to watch on that? MacGyver. Uh, I haven't watched MacGyver in, in a few months now. Okay. Uh, currently I'm watching Married with Children. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Next question. This is the one I gotta think on top of my head. So try to think of something that you know is real. Right, exactly. Or fake. That That's not something that I'm obviously going to know. Right, that's true. And, and since you're coming up with it off the top of your head, it's, it can't be something that's so... It's, yeah, it's nothing that's going to be like a weird deep cut unless it's one of those facts that I just have like stored back here. I'm like, that was a weird one. Yeah, well, that's like like with that Ron Perlman thing. Like that was just something I had stored in my head from yeah. from watching that commentary over years 10 years ago. ago. Yeah. All right, I got one. Okay. Here we go. On Star Trek, the animated series. Oh, your eyes just got real big with that one. When the cast was coming back, the main holdout was Leonard Nimoy. Mm. Fake. It's a fake. 
<laughs> that is fake. However, the caveat to that one is that he did wind up holding out after he was cast because he wanted uh, George Takei and Nichelle Nichols to be part of the actual cast rather than being recast yeah. on the voices. And then he also halted production once he found out uh, on the original series that Takei and Nichols weren't getting equal pay. Yeah. So he went to he went to bat for them. That's that's cool. That's Nimoy for you, though. Final question. Yeah. Final question. And you kicked you kicked my ass already. So <laughs> let's just say that this one is going to be worth. Mm, <laughs> it's going to have to be worth, this one's like, worth 14 <laughs> points. Uh, this is an easy one, too. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe it's not. Majel Barrett mm-hmm. played four different roles throughout Star Trek. It's real. It is real! That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> name them. Yeah, name them. No, I said you to name I, them. I can name them. Can you? She was number one. Mm-hmm. She was uh, Nurse Chapel. Uh-huh. She was Luoxana Troy. Yeah. And also the voice of the computer mm-hmm. on every single series. Yep. I believe it was every single series. She was. She was on, uh, she appeared on all four of the spinoff series. Yeah. And I believe they, didn't they update it for part of Discovery as well? I don't believe that she's been on any of Discovery. I know that uh, she recorded some stuff for Enterprise mm-hmm. like eight days before she died. Yeah. I believe she actually recorded like... Or no, no, that was for the 2009 movie. Yeah, yeah, yep, for the J.J. movie. Uh, yeah, but, uh, from what I understand, she actually recorded kind of like a bank, uh, like they do for like Waze and um, like automated like mm-hmm. uh, talk-to-text type things. Yeah, like Siri stuff. Yeah, basically mm-hmm. she she did that, so... Hopefully one of these days we'll have that available. I know. I I was just talking about that the other day, that if they if they were to make that available and that that I could just like talk to my phone and just say computer instead of having to say like Google or Siri. Well, no, they do that for the for the Alexa. You can actually change it to where you could say computer. And, and if you can, and, and, and if you can download like the the Majel Barrett voice, oh, I, I would that. use that thing all day long. Oh, absolutely, that would be so awesome. <laughs> Computer, what's the weather today? <laughs> Working. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so our final score for the first edition of it's real or it's fake. Mike wound up with 13 <laughs> points. Did I get a point for that last one? Oh, no, no, you got it. Never mind. I got that one. Sorry, never mind. So I barely kept you out of the teens. <laughs> you just got into the teens. And then I wound up with six. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. Where'd the other point go? I know. That's what I was just thinking. I must have just missed one. Who cares? Con- you beat me either conveniently. way. So basically, I got 14 points. Probably, yeah. <laughs> More than likely. Because he's not going to forget to give himself a point. That's right. <laughs> if, oh, if, if I get something right, you better believe I'm getting that point. All right. Well, until next time, I will, I will carry the belt. We need to have a belt. We should make a belt. 
a real, real or fake belt. Yeah, I like yeah. it. You could have like both of their faces on it. <laughs> ben, I may have to work on that now. Have, have, have Benny's face. It's real. <laughs> it's real to me. It's a fake. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's when Cisco went super dark. All right, well, this has been episode two. Of the five-year mission, the podcast. I almost said the five-year mission podcast, but we're not doing that. Sort of sort of a space ballsy thing. Five-year mission, colon, the podcast. I like that. I like it, too. You can thank uh, Bill from Trek Geeks for that one. Ah, thanks, Bill. Just kind of the generic name he was going with, but... It's better than uh, rocking good times with five-year mission or something goofy like that. I don't know. <laughs> Eventually, we'll come up with a better name and be like, ah, oh, we should have gone with that. But then we'll have like podcast merchandise made and then we'll be stuck with five-year mission, the podcast. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah. No, I like I like the space balls angle. Yeah. yeah. We can do a five, five-year mission, the flamethrower next. Snotty, beam them down. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. for listening to this episode of Five Your Mission, the podcast. If any of you are interested in listening to more of our music, you can check us out on YouTube or Spotify or iTunes or pretty much anywhere that you can listen to music. Just search for Five Year Mission and we should be the first thing that comes up. If you would like to contact us in regards to the podcast or anything else that you want to talk to us about, you can email us at fiveyearmissionband at gmail.com. And for more information about the band, you can go to fiveyearmission.net and also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Fansets.com is your home for all things Star Trek pin related, including pin releases from DC, Harry Potter, and Firefly. You're bound to find something you'll like in their nearly 200, yes, 200 licensed Star Trek pins. I personally have about 30 of these things and I don't have enough room on my jacket. We'll post those in the show notes somewhere. Fansets is currently offering a super limited amount of Brent Spiner and Doug Jones autographed pins, and these things are not machine replicated and both come with a certificate of authenticity. Get yours while supplies last. And this week, as an added bonus, listeners can get 15% off their entire order at fansets.com through our special discount code. Simply enter the word five year mission at checkout. That's all caps, no spaces. Use the number five. Five-year mission. Fansets, we are Star Trek, and we thank our buddies at Fansets for sponsoring this week's episode. Corrections and redactions. My directive is This week's corrections and redactions are brought to you by Classic Rittenhouse. Jeffrey Combs' seventh character was in Far Beyond the Stars. He played Officer Mulcahy. In Rocky 1 and 2, Rocky fought Apollo Creed, played by Carl Weathers. In Rocky 3, he fought Clubber Lang, played by Mr. T, and Thunderlips, played by Hulk Hogan. In Rocky 4, his opponent was Drago, played by Dolph Lundgren. In Rocky 5, Sylvester Stallone's son, Sage Stallone, played Rocky Jr. The other Next Generation episode banned by the BBC was The Icarus Factor. Yeah.
on the next five-year mission the podcast we're going to be transferring an episode series from one podcast network to another that's right we're bringing back the series what are little songs made of where we will be discussing the galileo 7 with noah butler songwriter extraordinaire be there